This is Wandering Wanders, two ordinary guys wondering about extraordinary things. Trying to get out of this place. I'm not old, as you can see from my complexion. <laughs> Youngness. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because they lock the doors from the inside so the old people don't get out. Which is reasonable because even though they're in wheelchairs, they will, they're wild. They will leave. They, <laughs> they would go for a, a run. Absolutely. Well, probably not in a wheelchair. Trying to break out. No, run in the sense of running like from the law. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They're running. Yep, yep, yep. And we're back, folks. <laughs> uh, we're here. On Ministry Wednesdays. On Ministry Wednesdays after our first day of ministry. And I went to an old folks, no, it's a retirement home. That's what they call yeah, it. You gotta call it the right name. I'm not really Come even sure. It was a nursing home, but they call it a retirement home. Oh, so is it not like full-time care? No, is it, it is full-time care. Oh. Because they also have assisted living, which is what I would think of as a, a retirement home. What? Maybe they call it a nursing home, difference? but I don't think so. Assisted living is not like you just kind of live there and it's good. You don't have nurses. Yeah, I feel like that's what a retirement everywhere. home is, though. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But anyways, it was good. Played bingo. Yeah, one, one bingo. Three times? Three times. Three thrice. Times. Very Trinitarian of me. He's holding up four, just for the record. No, my pinky is just... It doesn't cooperate. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, and you went to a hospital, huh? I did. I did. Going to do uh, chaplaincy at question mark. A student chaplaincy? <laughs> I am chaplain, maybe? I am chaplain. Uh, yeah, just got a tour of the hospital. It's, you know, introductions. It's like syllabus day, you know? Yeah, it's syllabus day. <laughs> Ours was not. Ours was just play bingo. And I was like, nice. Talk about a thrill. It's like syllabus day. Man, those old ladies, let me tell you, they care about bingo, too. Like, several times. I care about bingo. Several times people, people called bingo when they didn't have it. Oof. And there was no, like... Oh, whatever, you know, like, uh, no, you don't have it. It was like, I did not call that number. No, that's not a bingo. That's not. (laughs) You stop that. Uh, I was like, like, wow, okay. Because they win prizes. Yeah, bingo means business, man. Bingo means business. So anyways, on a completely unrelated note, uh, my question to start off. Yes. uh, And I need you to not think of this in any way theologically. Okay. To you. What will heaven smell like? A bakery. Oh, really? That's quick. Easy. <laughs> yes. One smell, huh? Yep. Okay, wow. Oh, good. A bakery. <laughs> <laughs> heaven smells like a bakery. I mean, have you been in a bakery before? Yeah, and they're nice, but I mean... Oh, are you... Okay, uh, my heaven is going to smell like newborn baby and lilacs. And lilacs? Yeah. Why? You ever smell the lilac? It's the best. And newborn baby... It's the best. I used to go into the neonatal intensive care unit when I worked in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, they lock the doors so people don't steal babies, which is, you know, terrible and good. you out, so. <laughs> I was working there. And uh, so they, <laughs> the door would, like, pop open. They would, um, you'd, like, buzz in and be like, hey, I'm here to take a picture of a baby. And they'd be like, all right, come in. Like a prison. And then it would go, poof. And then it, it was as soon Just as like it popped. Home, yeah. <laughs> as soon as it popped, it was like, Oh, yes. It smells like new, freshly born baby in here. Oh, so good. 
Yeah, Love that's it. what a bakery smells like to me. <laughs> a bakery smells like newborn baby? No. <laughs> it smells like heaven, though. Oh, I see. I see. Good, good, good. I mean, there's just so... Ugh. There's just nothing. Bakery's like nice. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing like it. And just a newborn baby can't be beat. Except for maybe by lilacs. I love lilacs. And birch bark. But that's Over a whole different ball game. I love this one. Well, well, lavender, but I prefer lilac. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way. Also got an incredible headache right now. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, good. This is going to go well. It's good. It'll be yeah, good. Get I got some, water. Maybe get, I'm dehydrated. Maybe you're dehydrated. Did you drink anything today? You need a lot of salt? I drank one of these and no. Did you eat that much salt? A whole analogy. How do you think? All right. <laughs> I can hear you sipping. <laughs> Let me turn off my microphone. <laughs> I made sipping noises for it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh, we should do this. Is awful. <laughs> this is the worst start to a podcast. No, this is good. Right. This is good. All right, let's start with a prayer. That's a good way to start. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. God, we ask you to bless this podcast, bless this night, help us to speak truth, and help us to truly wonder. We ask this through the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary. On the feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I was expecting you to come in with the response there. I was thinking about my headache. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I was amazed that I'm always afraid when I say, like, on this our day, and then it just, like, will flee my my brain. <laughs> on this like, our day? Yeah, our the day of Our Lady of Sorrows, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, and you, and you uh, got it, and I was like, yeah, way to go, okay, Eli. Okay, also, my head really hurts. Do also, you... I probably should have come in on Hail Mary, and then I was like, well, it's too late now. So. Do you want to do this a different night? No, this is good. Okay. <laughs> I'm in excruciating pain. Let's do it. Okay, well, that ties in well to our topic tonight. (laughs) You don't know what we do for you. (laughs) I did this for you. That's right. All right. Anyways, ties in well to our topic. First question. (laughs) (laughs) You just got big eyed. Yes. Okay. Do you think that Adam and Eve pre fall? Experience sadness. I've never thought about this. Uh, good, good, good. I oh, kept it from the usual. God. You know? Were Adam and Eve ever melancholy? Melancholy. That's also I from Mega Man. Melancholy. Maybe? Okay. Promise I don't answer. I don't think it's a no. Really? Okay, well, why not? Well, if the garden wasn't like a state of perfection, right? Then like there would have to be it's like at some point like a longing. And I think longing is often paired with melancholy. <laughs> Mo- melancholy. <laughs> melancholy. Melon and Kelly. Yes. Um, okay, so longing. So 
So that would mean then that sadness is not a result of the fall. I don't, I mean, like, I don't, I don't think sadness is a sinful thing. So I, I don't, don't think it's I don't know why it would, like, if sin is brought into the world through the fall, like, I don't know how sadness is a result of sin. But is disease a sinful thing? I mean, it's the result of a fallen world. So... Yes, but is disease a sinful thing? No. No, so that, so things that weren't the result of, or, or that weren't sinful were brought into the world through the fall. Well, that depends on if you think they were brought into the world through the fall. <laughs> was disease brought into the world after the fall, or was there disease before? I think disease was brought into the world because of the fall of the angels. <laughs> wow, okay. Did well, you took not pay deep... attention in Lemnus class? Uh, I, mean, I uh, Apparently not. <laughs> I did, I did. That was a long time ago. Wait, so dis- disease was brought into the world due to the fall of the angels before time? That that is the argument that's being made, yes. By you or by other people? By other people. Really? Yes. Yeah, because you wrote your paper on I, yes. this. So, um, yeah. Basically, the idea is that I th- I th- did, have we not taught, like done a podcast on any of this? No, Maybe I just you brought it up slightly in okay. one while you were writing your paper. Yeah. So, I guess part of the idea is why did the serpent exist? In the garden, like, why was there okay, some yeah. sort of creature in the garden that was Evil. contrary to God? Yep. Um, if Adam and Eve existed in a perfect world, so if you sort of extrapolate from that, um, that that means that there are creatures, mm-hmm. which we would you know call angels, um, that fell before mankind, and yep. if the angels were given charge over the cosmos, basically that. If God is the ultimate or the prime mover, then like he moves the angels to uh, to sort of create, and so it follow it really follows like what Tolkien does in the Silmarillion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the angels sort of create the cosmos, being given that power by God, and and them being fallen, they create a fallen, fallen cosmos. cosmos. Wow. So man is. God's like creation, but brought into a fall like a, a world that's or a cosmos that's already fallen. So, uh, in that case, you would say that disease enters At the, fall the cosmos because of the angels. So, man, that brings up some theological questions. That was questions a really about long the, answer to no, that that's so. a but I needed the whole answer. But that brings up a lot of theological questions about the fall of Adam and Eve. Yeah, so in class, like, the question after that was, well, what does it mean then for us to say that death enters the world because yeah. of man, or because of sin? Uh, and so that's, like, a, that's a big theological question right now that people are trying to answer because clearly so cool. death is, death was in the world prior to man. So hmm. what does it mean to say that? Um, so there's lots of answers. It's yeah, I mean like that's just one answer among many. It's not authoritative yeah, by yeah. any means. That's see that's awesome so that we don't have yourself podcast listener. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's cool though. I love that we still have theological questions. So many of them really that oh, like yeah. we can it's the whole mystery thing. Like it's not shutting us out. It's like come look, 
think, ponder, come to know better. I like that. Okay, anyways, back to sadness. Okay, so sadness, Adam and Eve could have felt sadness. Oh. I'll, I, I think I have a better answer. Oh. Do you think Jesus ever felt sad? Because not if Jesus answer. is like us and always but sin, and he felt sadness. Ah, uh, yes. I would say, and to quote a part in the Bible where he says, like... And oh, Jesus was sad. And Jesus wept. <laughs> uh, um, Jesus wept. That isn't even what I was thinking, but I was thinking about when he says, like, oh, Jerusalem, how long I have longed to gather you. Yeah. Uh, like a, as a hen gathers chicks beneath her wings. Which, do you know the origin of that statement? No. This is cool. Learn this totus tuus training. So it's like, okay, uh, a hen gathering her chicks beneath her wings, you kind of assume, like, uh, I guess hens just do that. They don't. Chickens don't do that often. There is one particular circumstance that they always do, though, and it's in the case of a barn fire. When you're, well, maybe they might, they might do that too. But so like if the building, the chicken and her chicks are in is on fire, the chickens, the chicks run under the chicken and she spreads out her wings over them and the chicken dies. Wow. Chicken dies, but the chicks will survive usually Hmm. like depending on the fire, obviously, but like, but like depending on what happens, the chicks can survive and you have a roasted chicken and then the chicks are alive. So like Jesus saying... I long to gather. It's like I'm. I I want to die, hmm. so that you can live. Hmm. So that's cool. Now but anyways, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, but that makes seems like Jesus had sadness, like you said. Okay, well now we have to define sadness. Joseph, uh, <laughs> what 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 does it mean? We're, we keep talking about longing, but is sadness just longing? Is there no difference there? Hmm. I think it's like an intense state of longing. But I guess that's not that's not the only time you feel sad, right? So like No, but I guess it is. Okay, so I guess the counterexample I was thinking of was like you know, you feel sad like when you're ashamed of yourself or like when you're frustrated or Yeah, you know, it's, still... it's usually accompanied by other emotions. And so like when you're crying or whatever and you're throwing yourself the pity party, it's still like a longing, but it's for a reality that's like not there. Like the reality that I was better or that that person was better or that this situation wasn't there or so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's still a longing. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a longing for a reality that isn't present I guess that's what longing is generally, but but a prolonged state of that. So that's 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 a working definition. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think so of it? Prolonged what do you think about it? Sadness? Yeah, I think that definitely is a big thing. I agree with the like reality. Yeah, what is the difference between longing and sadness? Because I can long for something without it being sad. But when I'm sad I long for things differently <laughs> in a painful way. Yeah. You know, there's, there's pain involved, but, but is sadness bad? 
I don't think so. I mean, it's it's going to be like the same answer that we have for basically everything, right? Like if it's yeah. sadness to the point of it overtaking every other desire and interaction and relation, you know, like where it's a preoccupation with sadness. Yeah. Like that's a bad thing, but no, I, I think sadness is a very human and like kind of natural thing to feel. It would be weird if you didn't get sad. That's true. That's actually psychopathy. Yeah. One of the forms of it is you don't feel sadness. Um, but so here's a question though. Is sadness something we should avoid or try and get out of? Because if it's not bad... Well, I don't think it's something we should look for. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I shouldn't walk around my life, like, looking to feel sad about things. But I shouldn't avoid sadness when I feel it. Yes? Yeah, but when we feel it, like you said, you know, you don't want it to take over. Do we just sit in it, feel it, or do we try and get out of it? Because, I mean, when I think about it, I'm like, yes... Feel it, but get through it, you know? You you don't want to just stay in a state of sadness. Right? Yeah, I feel like sadness almost becomes, like, internalized. So, like, there's there's sort of states of sadness or gradations of sadness, like levels. Let's go with levels of sadness. Levels um, sadness. So, like, you can be sad about something, long for something and then sort of let go of it. And I think that's when it turns into a longing. I'm not sure about that. You see, because I, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, okay, is sadness bad? My initial answer is definitely no. Like, yeah. no, sadness is, you know, sometimes it feels nice to be sad. Listen to some sad songs, and you're like, okay, man, I'm really feeling. But then I was thinking sadness is, like we're we're trying to get through it. Like we don't want to sit in sadness, which seems like something we don't, you know, isn't necessarily good. It's like we okay, here's something that is natural, like you said, but you don't want to stay there. Like you you want to get rid of sadness. Our goal is to get rid of sadness. I don't know if our goal is to get rid of sadness, though. Like, I, I think our goal is to, to integrate it. Like, in the same hmm. way that, like, happiness, like, our goal isn't to remain happy all the time. It's to it's true. integrate our happiness. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the verb to get rid of sadness isn't ultimately, like, hmm. ever what you're trying to do. What you're trying to do is sort of maybe differentiate yourself from it. So, like, let the sadness be there and for you to sort of engage mm. it. Okay, but okay. then for it to be, I don't know, brought into yourself and transcended at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can or see that. for you to let go of it and transcend it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. sadness seems to be like a hanging on to something that doesn't exist, whereas longing... Okay, so sadness seems to be past-oriented and longing is future-oriented. Let's go with that. Really? Yeah. 
Uh, okay, well then... Hmm. <laughs> you thought about this. Come on. I thought about this. I never thought about the past versus future thing, though. But I, I don't know. It still seems to me as if sadness is like, okay, well, you don't want to hang on to the past. You know, like, that's something you ought to let go. But you're right. It's not like you can't feel it. Because when I think about authentic joy... It is not incompatible with feeling sad sometimes. I think that requires feeling sad sometimes. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> See, I have a hard time with sadness because everybody thinks I'm super happy peppy all the time. So it's really hard for me to show sadness to other people. Like, you know, people, if I'm having a down day mm-hmm. and someone's like, how are you? I'm like, I'm fantastic. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'll say that, but I don't. I don't mean it, but like I'm just so used to like it, it's become kind of a part of my identity to be like this happy, joyful person, and I definitely think that's a flaw. I think that's a fault. Like I, I, I need to be able yeah. to be sad and be okay enough with it that like I can admit to someone else, man, I'm just having a down day. I'm homesick. This sucks. Which I can sometimes. But, uh, you know, like, for the most part, general public. And I'm not saying, like, I need to be able to walk around looking super sad and depressed all the time. But, um, yeah, to be able to not, to be all right with not being super happy all the time. Hmm. That's kind of what I need. But, see, part of that scares me for some reason. I'm like, whoa, but if I'm not happy, then I'm sad. And that's... Bad? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think sadness is profoundly human, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's... Every human experiences sadness. Like we all feel sadness. And I don't know, it's almost like a, a great unifier in some way. It's like suffering. You know, like yeah. everyone suffers. It all, it, it looks different for everyone, but like... A true fact about life is that you are going to suffer. Yeah, yeah. And it will be unjust, and it won't make sense, yep. you know? Yeah. Um, and you're allowed to feel sad about that. Yeah, or to feel sad about someone else's suffering. Or, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. for any host of other reasons. But, yeah, I think it's... It, it is weird, though, that we have this connotation of it is bad to be sad. Yeah. Um, or even like less cut and dry it's like anytime you feel sad you should be working to get out of that sadness yeah um yeah so i guess it's i guess it's classified as a negative emotion but i don't okay but so then if it is so sadness can be a good thing then yeah how like what is the good that comes from sadness gratitude Oh, really? Why? Why not? Because <laughs> it's it's wishing you had something else, and so like sadness is like the opposite of gratitude. Yeah, but I mean, I, I well, I think it's contrary as gratitude, and so it, therefore it it can bring gratitude, right? So like it's no, uh, see to me. <clears throat> to get to, to to counteract the sadness, you have gratitude. 
Yeah. But that means the sadness isn't what's bringing the gratitude. The gratitude is what's getting rid of the sadness. But is it is it not through the sadness that you're counteracting with gratitude that it ends up bringing gratitude? Like, is it is it not the voice crying out in the desert that... <laughs> You're not satisfied. You need to be more satisfied. But at the same time, see, the thing that I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, Lord, Lord, I'm homesick. I really want to be home. This yeah. sucks. I hate this place. Yeah. You know, like, so the, the response to that is, wow, I'm so thankful for home. You know, I'm so thankful for my family. I'm thankful for happen. my friends. I'm like, so yes, like the sadness, I don't know, perpetuates this feeling of, longing and past hmm. um it was so much better back then kind of thing yeah but at the same time it like can facilitate i don't uh, think it necessarily does yeah see it can facilitate gratitude though. and that's where i think so. we find good sadness it's like what's uh dr seuss has that quote quote don't be sad that it's over be glad that it happened or something mm. like that. But um, I think that's where satitude becomes satitude. <laughs> satitude. You heard wow. it here first. <laughs> satitude. But that's where I think sadness. I almost said satitude again. That's really in my head. It's a sad attitude. <laughs> yeah. Satitude. I think it's sadness and gratitude. But um, That's probably what it was. Satitude. <laughs> but sadness becomes good when it is... I don't think it's contrary to gratitude. I think that sadness, like you said, yeah, it is like it can lead to the gratitude, like acknowledging I'm homesick, but home is so good. Like, thank God that I have a place that I long for. Thank God I have people that break my heart when I leave. You know, like if you're going to fall in love with somebody, I want to fall in love to the point where they can break my heart. And if they did break my heart, it's like, man, thank, thank God that love, that was real love. You know, that was yeah. good. It's, sadness is really an acknowledging of goodness. It really is a form of gratitude. Yeah, I had a, I remember this conversation with a friend back in college where she was talking about this, one of her friends that they were spending like way too much time together. Yeah. And she was like, I need space. And she, her response was, let me miss you. <laughs> Please, like, mm. let me miss you. Yeah. Um, which I, I loved that that was... I was like, what is that? Like, what an interesting idea that... Like, we need space as yeah. people. Um, like, there's something profound in a relationship where... You, I, think a re I think a relationship reaches a new level when you can miss that person, mm. right? Yeah. Um. This is totally an aside, so. It's all right. Um, but sadness, in a in a way, sort of like. I think in a well integrated person. Sadness becomes opportunities for, like allowing yourself to, like you said, like sort of break for something. Yeah, yeah. And to pick up the pieces and sort of like have a newer, sort of more nuanced, more beautiful picture of something. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, it's, it's the same for really all of the negative emotions. Like, there's, there's ways in which you can be angry and be righteous, right? There's righteous yep. anger. Yeah. Um, 
but then there's the internalized or extremely externalized anger that's bad, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so I think sadness in a in a good way is sort of allowing yourself to break for someone because in in a in a in a real sense like it means you've sadness is proof of vulnerability. Mm. Um yeah, cuz authentic sadness <clears throat> has to be for something good, I think. Like you can't be genuinely sad for something that's not really good. Because I, I really think sadness, good sad. What do you mean by genuinely sad? Well, I, uh, I mean, okay, maybe not genuine. More like good virtuous sadness. Can, can, like when you're a kid, like don't cry over a glass of spilled milk. You know, like that, that's a reality. That's not worth crying over. But yeah. like then your grandma dies. It's like it's all right to be sad. You know, because this was something good. This mm. is something really good. And your sadness is looking at it and saying, that was so good, like you said, that it's worth breaking for. Mm. It's worth hurting for. And I think that that's good because that really connects to that longing of like, we're not made for this world. And so like when we acknowledge the good in this world in that, that way of like, I don't have it anymore, we long for it in heaven. Of like, like someone dies... You yes, you're sad because you're saying that was so good to have them. I loved them. They had a piece of my heart, and it's broken. And now I long to see them in heaven. Hmm. And it like that sadness, virtuous sadness, I think has to kind of be tied in with this hope. Even like missing home, like man, that was so good. I love being home, but this has to that is only good because it was a foretaste of heaven. Yeah. And so like this sadness, this longing, real well done sadness. It's weird. Well done, well sadness, done sadness is acknowledging good and hoping to have it again. It's that that longing, seeing what you had and wanting it in the future, knowing that if it was good, then you will have it in the future in heaven. So Hmm. Yeah, okay. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing uh, that you said something earlier, and I thought it was crazy, you know, theology of the body and stuff. When do we cry? When do we cry? Yeah, like when do people cry? There's two usual times. I'm not thinking it's... Sad and angry? Yeah, I can't count those two as the same. One more. When When do people cry, Joseph? Happy? Happy. That's crazy. We do the same thing for sadness and happiness and anger. Apparently. Those are but two very big umbrellas. <laughs> it's like I cry when I laugh. That's, that's happiness. Yeah. Um, but like happy tears, That like from a biological standpoint, God designed us. We cry when we're sad and when we're happy. Like there has to be a relation between those two things. And so really, I think, like, well done sadness. Because I I think of if I have well done sadness, it comes with a lot of, like, happiness. Of, like, if I think of, like, my grandpa who died, 
I'm sad because he was he's worth breaking for. But it comes with the happiness of the time that I did have with him. Like the very interrelated. I've been moved to tears by something beautiful. I wouldn't call that Happy happiness or, or sadness. sadness. Let's just yeah. Beauty and goodness. Hmm. I think there's something there with the things that we cry at. I mean, it's pretty much just emotion. What's the last emotion. time you cried, Eli? Last time I cried. Uh, maybe last night. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like a cry, but yeah. it was like a little, little cry. Nice. But it, I mean, I'm like one manly tear. Yeah, just which, one. Just. Which no, is uh, no way you would have like. I know. I would admit it if I really yeah. cried, but this was like a one manly tear kind oh. of cry. Um, my <laughs> right after I got hired with Focus, my uh, one of my teammates was like really stoic at Auburn, and uh, the first question I asked him was, "When was the last time you cried?" And he was like. <laughs> really taken aback by it. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was. It ended up being like this really awesome conversation. Mm. But mm. it was. Uh, When's the last time you cried? Last week. Last week. Huh? Spirit's direction. Oh yeah. 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 I don't know. I think good. I cried. I think I cried last night or the night before a little bit. I was just sitting in the chapel, laying on the floor in the chapel. That's my favorite way to pray mm. now. Oh, love the lay down prayer. There's never anyone else in that chapel, and it's got a rug. Comfy rug. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, sadness. This one's gonna be a little short. <laughs> Is it short? It's a it's a little short, but that's. Okay. Oh really? Because okay. I was could probably keep. Well, maybe I can't keep going now that I've. In my mind, I was like, we've gone long. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say? I don't know. Sadness, happiness, the relationship. You gonna wrap it up? Kind? I feel like I had other things to say, and then in my mind, I was like, we've gone really long. I need to stop. Well, <laughs> well summarize it for us. Where did we get? Where did I feel we... like this one was like very wondery. This was very wondery. I had yeah. no idea what was going on. That's good. But I, I, my mind has changed in this, and I like those podcasts. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. What do you mean? Because I would not have thought of sadness as gratitude. I would have thought as or acknowledging the good. It would have been more of like a, a, a longing for the good, which is good be, only because, only in a forward-looking sense. Yeah. Only in like, it shows that we're not satisfied here and we're longing for heaven. But sadness really, I have discovered in this podcast time, wow. has to come with an acknowledgement of real good. Well done, sadness. Which is awesome and like makes sadness much more manageable. I don't know if I want to say, but like the idea, of, like right now, I have the idea of like going up to my room and listening to a nice, like somber song. Let's be sad. And just like, and thinking of good things. Because that's what, the last time that I cried, whether it was last night or the night before, was like just thinking, like, oh, man, it was so good. And like, I really did have this authentic joy and, and happiness mixed in with like, I'm not there now and that's sad. Hmm. And so, um, 
So that's nice. cool. Sadness yeah. is way cooler now to me because I was like, hmm, why do we run from sadness? Well, maybe I shouldn't run from sadness. Well, yeah. But this, you don't want to wallow. The question of, yeah, don't want to wallow. Uh, the question of sadness always brings to me like music. Yeah. Oh, me too. And so it's always like, oh, that's my laundry. My laundry. Um, <laughs> oh, my laundry. You just <laughs> walked in the door. Yeah, always brings up, like, why do I love music and minor keys so much? Like, mm-hmm. why why does sad, melancholy music speak to me so much? Because it does. Like, I really don't like listening to peppy music. Really? I don't like pop. I don't like, oh, like, like feel-good, happy, do-do-do music. That's just not me. And there's just something about melancholy minor keys that that just like speak to my soul and Hmm. well this brings up another question that we've kind of talked about before that i thought about doing a whole podcast on but we have time here apparently um well not that much (laughs) okay well we we, have some time you should be able to answer because you've thought about this before why are so many songs about heartbreak because heartbreak is a human experience. Yeah, but so is eating pizza. And so so is like a sunset. But yeah, but why heartbreak is like heartbreak. the core relational experience, right? So if we're kind of relational human beings and fallen relational beings, then like it's guaranteed basically that you're going to have someone who doesn't meet your expectations or betrays you or you betray them or you don't meet their expectations. Mm. And so either you are going to break someone's heart or you're going to have yours broken, right? I mean, like, that's mm-hmm. that's the question of your teenage years, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. The Not rest that of your life. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, never. It, like, stops as soon as you hit 20. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, the teen is removed from age. And it only happens for English people. It's crazy. English speakers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, teen isn't, you know, it doesn't translate. Oh my gosh, that's true. Um, I never (laughs) think about heartbreak anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's the core experience. Like, everyone experiences heartbreak. So it's like saying, I don't know, the sky is blue. And uh, yeah, of course it's blue because that's, that's the way it is. So people listen. People experience heartbreak, and people listen to songs about heartbreak because they have. Oh, is that the question? Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Why are so many songs written about heartbreak? And and I mean, that goes along with why are they famous? You know, like why are those the songs people listen to? Because heartbreak is a paradox. What? Say more. Because. For whatever reason, heartbreak completely shatters everything about like our self-identity, but at the same time is totally worth it. Ooh. It's your classic, it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Mm. Mm. Why is that quote so famous? Because it's true, and so it true. makes no sense as to why it's true. Because like the emotional toll that heartbreak takes on people is like incredible. But at the same time, it has taken that toll 
because you've like shared something like it, it's it goes right back to the goodness right like mm-hmm. it's taken that toll because you've experienced a like profoundly like true good thing and that's gone and so there's there's a sadness and a longing there there's the sadness for what was and the longing to have that again in the future and the disbelief that that'll happen again and hopefully the resolve to like find it again you know but okay so that's good you explained heartbreak but I don't think you really hit the question of why do people listen to it just because they know it I think heartbreak is, again, like I said, it's paradoxical. So it's like, it's something that's so like profoundly intimate to yourself. Like no one experiences heartbreak in the way that you experience heartbreak. No one experiences your heartbreak. Yeah. Well, no one experiences anything you experience the way you do. But at the same time, like heartbreak feels the same. It's weird. No one experiences the, the same way. But, like, the feelings are the same. And so the idea that, like, because usually with heartbreak, there's this, it's accompanied with loneliness because you've lost a relationship. Yeah. And so I think a song that sort of sings about heartbreak, so another human being sharing the same experience that you're feeling right now, there's a connection there. Yeah, it brings you into community with them, communion. Yeah. Hmm. Which also makes it awesome that Jesus probably felt heartbreak when Absolutely. all of his disciples left him besides yeah. John. And uh, all the people that turned away, all the disciples left and stuff. Therefore, we have communion with Jesus. So I think they're popular because a lot of people are having their hearts broken. And they don't want to feel alone. And they make them feel less alone. But on the positive, that means a lot of people are putting themselves out there to have their hearts broken. Yeah, but that doesn't... They're not necessarily doing it well. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it you said it was positive. and trying to love. And they are trying to love. You're right. So there's, there's still hope. I think there's beauty in that. Hope springs eternal, as hope they say. Hope springs eternal. As they say, whoever they are, but, you know. They do. As they, they do. say. Mm-hmm. So. My pastor from two summers ago, we had a uh, bowl of oranges on the counter with a, a juicer, it, like a little stick juicer thing, like a stabby juicer thing. Ah, and the old stabby the, juicer. But the oranges were all fake. They were all fake. And so I grabbed the juicer one time and I said, why is there a juicer in with these fake oranges? And his his sole response was, hope springs eternal. (laughs) 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 And on that note, folks, I will wrap up. All right. Um, Yep, sadness. And what what do you think people should think about this week, Joseph? The old classic attitude with gratitude. Attitude Attitude of of gratitude. gratitude. Satitude. 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 It's have the new some word. Satitude. Make a t-shirt. Have some satitude. Um, yeah, I think you should think about allowing yourself to be sad, mm-hmm. but also to see the good and the, the sad thing or whatever it is that's making you sad because, like, if you're experiencing sadness right now, like... It's because there's something good. It's because you've had the opportunity to, to really encounter something 
good and beautiful. And nice. amen to that. So. I like that, man. This yeah. makes sadness so much cooler. Good one. All right. Well, think about that this week as you have your satitude. May all of your wonders be blessed. God bless. <laughs>